Hello and welcome to episode 214 of the LDS Study Session with me, your host Matthew Roberts. Um, as I mentioned, it's episode 214 and we are on the final day of our Come Follow Me study for 2019 uh, New Testament, which is quite exciting. Uh, it's been a brilliant year. Uh, obviously, we've been covering this for, for since the end of May, beginning of June. Uh, it's been a wonderful uh, experience. We are going to close with what will probably end up being quite a short uh, edition of the or, uh, episode of the podcast, but I thought it was worth taking some time over having a look at anyway. Um, we are looking at the section in December 23rd to December 29th, come follow me, uh, which is Revelations 12 22, and the section we're looking at today covers Revelation chapter 22, verses 18 to 19. And it says, Do these verses mean that there cannot be any additional scripture beside the Bible? Now, this uh, section um, covers only two verses, and it's two verses which were quoted to me a couple of times on my mission uh, as two reasons why the Book of Mormon can't be a scripture, uh, and neither can the um, prophecies or scriptures that are written by the Prophet Joseph Smith or any later prophets um, in this dispensation. It says in verses 18 to 19 of Revelation 22, For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book, if any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in his in this book. And if any man t- shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life, and out of the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. And so, as these two verses are two of the last verses in the in the whole Bible. In fact, there's only two verses after which which kind of enclo- which enclose John's testimony. Um, these last two verses, for some, seem to indicate to them that because they are the final words of not just the New Testament, but the whole Bible, that that means that the channel uh, of revelation, of communication between God and man, is closed after this, that there is a closed canon. Uh, Now, obviously, there is an answer to this by Elder Holland uh, in the Come Follow Me manual, and I suggest you have a, a read of that. Uh, but I'm actually going to share a quote by um, Howard W. Hunter, which said, who said the same thing, basically, as Elder Holland, but he added a bit more detail to it. It's quite a long quote, uh, so settle in, um, but there's a lot of really good information here. He said, quote, These verses of Scripture have been cited repeatedly by those attempting to, to discredit the Book of Mormon, claiming that God's revelation to man is closed, nothing more is to be added, or ta- or, and nothing is to be taken away. They assert that the Book of Mormon is an attempt to add the words of the Bible. These claims were made when the Book of Mormon was first published and have been continued to be made and are made today. Is there any validity to such assertions? The answer to this query is really very simple. A careful reading of the words makes it clear that the warning against adding to or taking away does not refer to the whole Bible or even to the New Testament, but to to, to use John's words only to the words of the book of this prophecy. That is, the prophecy contained in the book of Revelation. This is substantiated by the fact that some of the books of the New Testament that had not yet yet been written when John wrote the book of Revelation, and even those that had been written and were in existence at that time had not been gathered into one compilation. The collection of writings consisting of the 66 books that we know as the Bible were brought together and compiled into one volume long after John wrote this prophetic book that has been placed at the end of the collection, it is clear, therefore, that the terrible judgments pronounced upon those who add to the book could not possibly apply to the whole of the Bible or even to the New Testament, but only to the book of Revelation. 
Secondly, the warning uses the words the prophecy of this book, and also the words of the book of this prophecy. The word book in both instances is singular, and could only refer to the book of prophecy written by John, which is titled in the King James Version, The Revelation of St. John the Divine, and is often re referred to as the Apocalypse, a Greek word which means revealed. Of necessity, the word book would have been in the singular, because when it was written it was not associated with any other book or books, and it was after many years and many ecclesiastical debates that it was added to the collection that became known as the New Canon of Scripture or the New Testament. It is also interesting to note that John himself added to the scripture after write, added added to scripture after writing the book of Revelation, which is generally con conceded to have been written while he was in the Isle of Patmos. It was long after John left Patmos that he wrote the, for his first epistle. The fact stand, this fact standing alone would be sufficient to defeat the claim that the revelation was closed and that man was enjoined from adding the script adding to scripture. This adds cumulative evidence that John had reference to the book of Revelation only. In the Old Testament, we are also are found similar vigorous denunciations and commands that there shall not be anything taken away or added to the words that were written. The first is found in Deuteronomy, written at the time Moses was exhorting Israel to live the law of the Lord. Close quote. So I'm going to end that quote there. Um, but there's a lot of important points that... Um, that um, how W. Hunter picks out. Uh, first of all, the fact that the New Testament as we know it was not yet compiled when John wrote this revelation, which means he wasn't referring to a book which contained all of God's word, but he was writing about the book that he was writing about. Um, this alone should be enough to say that you know, this doesn't mean there couldn't be any other scripture written. But then, of course, there was the fact that even if all the books of the New, New and Old Testaments had been written by the time John wrote this book of Revelation, actually, that's not the case at all. There were other um, books of the New Testament that were written after the, after the book of Revelation, including one of, uh, you know, the epistles of John himself. Uh, and so this also means that John wasn't stating that no scripture could come after the book of Revelation. And then interestingly, as... Um, how W. Hunter points out, um, there were other scriptures in the canon that we, which we have which make similar um, words of warning. In Deuteronomy uh, chapter 4, verse 2, it says, Ye shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall ye diminish aught from it, that ye may keep the commandments of the Lord your God which I command you. So what? Does this mean that, you know, from the book of Deuteronomy chapter 4, there should have been no other scripture written after that? Of course not. Uh, and, in and interestingly, Similar words are found in um, Third Nephi, um, Third Nephi eleven, verse forty, by the Saviour, and whoso shall declare more or less than this and establish it for my doctrine, the same cometh of evil, and is not built upon my rock, but he buildeth upon a sandy foundation, and the gates of hell stand open to receive such when the floods come and the winds beat upon them. Uh, and so, the the point is, is that no, this does not mean that there should not be any other scripture. Or, or that God no longer speaks to his children. In fact, if you follow the precedents from the previous time in Deuteronomy, um, it actually means that there should be no reason at all. Never mind that, you know, there can't be any, there should not be any reason at all why there could not be scripture following this claim uh, or, these, or this phrase or these words at the end of the book of Revelation. Just to close, really, the study. I've really enjoyed studying Revelation. Um, 
I do feel like I've gained more from it, uh, of my, my understanding of this book. And I think actually I've gained more about how it applies to me individually. One of the common themes I've seen as I've done this study this week is that there's a lot of personal applications to the things that we've studied, more so than I ever thought there was with this, you know, interesting book. So I hope that you've learned something about this um, book this week that you can apply, you know, to your life and has made something change or even just given you pause to reflect. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed this study session today. If you've got anything to share about this or anything else you've been studying, I'd love to hear it at mattsroberts 90 on Twitter or if you email session at gmail.com, I'll hope to include it into future podcast episodes. Thank you again for listening and until we meet again.